It's time for the show that scours the globe for news that interests you. We've scoured a few other planets, too. Didn't find much. Coming to you almost live from their command center just beneath the Earth's crust. Here's Jeremy Bray and Wesley Faulkner with Global Geek News. Welcome to the Global Geek News Podcast, the show that tries to answer the question, just what the heck is going on in the media, entertainment, and technology worlds? As always, I am your host, Jeremy Bray, known to most people as PC Nerd 37 and as always, I'm alongside my co-host, Wesley Faulkner. How's it going, Wesley? Things are awesome. I love this week so far. Having some nice weather down there in Texas? Yeah. So we had uh, a mid-afternoon thunderstorm that rolled through, uh, cooled everything off, and just left as soon as it got here. So um, plants got watered, and it wasn't as hot, and it's not very humid. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, you're lucky. We were supposed to get rain all weekend, and it was nothing but blue skies. I, I, I don't know. The people around, the forecasters around here normally don't do a very good job, but they did an even worse job this weekend. Also via Skype, we have a very special guest this week. He is the creator and host of the Big App Show, the host of the Daily Source Code, and the host of the No Agenda Show. He is the Podfather Adam Curry. In the morning, Adam. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, in the morning to you. How you doing, uh, Jeremy Wesley? Good to good to be on the show. Yeah, it's great to finally get you on the show. I've been meaning to email you for many months to get you on the show, and it just kind of popped into my head the other day after I did the post about the Big App Show. Yeah, and I appreciate that. So, and of course, that's one of the reasons I'm on. I'm trying to promote this thing everywhere I can. It's like, and and it it just turns out that you know the best place to promote something for computers or phones is uh, on shows like this. So, uh, but besides that, I'm looking forward to going through the news and uh, talking to you guys about whatever's going on in the world. Yeah. So, how's the Big App Show going for you so far? It's going really well. Um, you know, I I see a a huge opportunity with this and uh this is kind of what i've always done uh whether it was uh, like podcasting about five years ago and uh i see a, a complete broadcast platform opportunity with uh with iphone apps and uh, i'm really trying to make something out of this the, the thing that i'm working on now in uh, and i've also uh, i've done all the coding of the app uh, or a lot of it with help from uh, a great framework uh, done by the folks at Taplinks is getting iAds in. There was a re- actually there was a, a very exciting story that came out I think uh, two days ago. Uh, you know these iAds are, are Apple's mobile uh, banner ads. Uh, the, the developer of some hokey flashlight app, which of course is the app that we <laughs> always laugh at, uh, apparently pulled in like fourteen hundred bucks in one day on iAd banners and it's like you know so that's uh, sparked off a lot of uh, uh, enthusiasm excitement and of course debate uh, around uh, around mobile advertising so uh, yeah so that's you know I'm working on getting that integrated and uh, you know can't wait to push out a new version and making episodes and having fun and uh, really enjoying building an audience there it's a completely new audience for me um, and uh, which seems to be Predominantly, or sixty-five percent at least, women, which is great. Hmm. 
insert really? joke here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- <laughs> I think we actually, had the, I think what's going on with iPhones is there's a lot of young women out there, uh, perhaps a lot of the moms. I see a lot of that and just the feedback that I'm getting. And they love their iPhones. They love apps. They love utility-based apps, actually, you know, stuff that actually helps their lives. Um, and they don't really want to go through the rigmarole of, you know, reading reviews, which are all gamed anyway, and star ratings and searching through categories. And they kind of just enjoy someone saying, hey, check this out. And sometimes they like it and they get it. And otherwise, you know, there's two minutes of their day. They can live to the next day. Yeah. And the hair doesn't hurt either. See, I, yeah, you know, I'm now, I'm almost 46, and I'm just not buying that anymore. I'm really not. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I just don't think it's that. I really don't. Yeah, if I could control my hair like the way you do, I wouldn't have mine about a centimeter long. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you, it's a chore. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned iAds and how good they were doing. Does... Mobile advertising seems to be the next big thing. I mean, with AdSense, I haven't made a single penny off of AdSense all month out of all of my sites combined. Is that kind of where the advertising dollars are moving? You know, I really don't know. Um, and it's it's just as likely that uh, Apple uh, put out a, you know, hype this story to make everyone excited about it. I mean, you, you really just don't know. I mean, news reporting is so crappy these days. Um uh, when it comes to advertising in general, video on the web seems to get anywhere between uh, $5 and a $15 CPM, so that's per 1,000 people that see it. And I'm, I'm actually I'm not a big fan, and, and that's uh, pre-roll advertising. I'm not a big fan of advertising at all, uh, as you know, with, uh, with the No Agenda Show at noagendashow.com. Uh, we shun advertising. I have an entirely different model for for. Uh, having actually the audience support the show, so I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see uh, to see where it goes. I do think that when you're looking at a very small screen, and if you have a a closed ecosystem like Apple, and you have premium advertisers, and the ads aren't just shuttling you to a website, but actually have some kind of interactivity, I think there's something that could be interesting there. We'll see. I I just don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I hate advertising. We don't have advertising on this show, but I, I've just gotten to the point where I'm so sick of advertising, especially on things like TV. That's why I, anymore, I pretty much pirate anything I want to watch because I don't want to waste 15 minutes of every hour watching ads about medicines and stuff that have no application to me at all. Well, there's pros and cons to that. Um, I'm, I'm, as a, um, as someone who creates creative work, I like to get paid for it one way or the other. I like the you know value for value proposition, but the more we pirate and you know, same with jailbreaking phones. You know, people jailbreak the iPhone. You get Installius. You're able to download the apps for free. In fact, I think we have a story about the uh, about the legality of jailbreaking uh, apps mm-hmm. and copying them, uh, which we'll talk about. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're who are you really hurting? You know, you're going to hurt yourself because already music has become just crap you know we we essentially have uh, a situation where the music industry is in severe decline it's almost you know it it's it, it it's really on the ropes and so it's always going to be something that you know Jay-Z does or Eminem that's the stuff that's going to be pushed pushed out and a lot of the 
you know, the maybe really good stuff or smaller stuff that you don't hear about, you may never hear about because it's just not within that system. And then we get some breakouts once in a while and, you know, it'll be great and interesting, but not necessarily will anyone be able to make any money off of it. In fact, uh, the hit of the day, uh, no one's making money oh, off of it. There it is. I can't get this song out of my head. <laughs> I love this. It's a double you know, and uh, and so that's that's this to me is like the the hit of today, and no one's going to make money off of it, and and maybe with some advertising, but the more we steal, the more we uh, circumvent the advertising, the more we download stuff without paying for it. Eventually, the creative uh, uh, geniuses are are going to either go away or find something else to do, or uh, you know, it, it's, it's it's a conundrum. Well, it's just we just need something in the middle. I mean, we we do love advertising as long as it's good advertising. Well, you know, um, it, you know, ad- advertising like, has been a part of people's lives forever. Right. Um, like the just, the trailer for Tron control. just came out, and I, I I can't stop watching that, and that's just advertising for the movie. Right, and you know, some ad- I think advertising, when done well, actually can be entertaining by itself, as it should be. But right. we've gotten well, the signal to noise ratio is pretty bad. Right, like the old Spice guy. I mean, that's that was genius. Well, interestingly enough, um, sales of Old Spice, as far as I understand it, are actually down. Yeah, that's what I heard and, too. But that's conflicting well, stories. But in the end of the day, is because it's a crap product. It stinks. Who yeah. I don't want to wear Old Spice. It's lame. So you know, you got to have a good product to start with, and and then I think uh, the rest kind of you can find your way. Yeah, the old spice thing just kind of reminds me of like my grandpa or something like that. That that's just kind of what the smell has always been to me, and I think that's kind of the case of with the younger generation is that's what we think of. So no one really cares to buy old spice, no matter how cool of a marketing campaign they may have. But my, I I'm all for supporting the artists and stuff. It's just I hate buying music and stuff like that when. 99% of the money that I spend on it goes to the RIAA to turn around and try and sue people with. People that tend to be legitimate customers most of the time anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you. so yeah, then we can always do the digital equivalent of selling records out of the trunk of our car, and that's what people are doing, and, and that's working. So we're in, a, in an in-between phase, which you know may last 20 years. We're probably 10 years into it. It's another 10 years to go. And uh, you know we'll find we'll find ways. I mean, No Agenda is is a great example. Um, you know, listeners support that show, and they do it in a variety of ways. And uh, it's getting you know to a point where it's exciting enough to for me to really stop a lot of other things and focus on it entirely. If I if I could, well, that and the Big App Show. Yeah, that's one of the things I love about No Agenda is that it is very different. It's very users supported and it's all about value for value and that's the one thing that I love most about it is I don't have to deal with the ads it's if I enjoy the show I can support the show whether it's talking about the show sending money whatever it it makes me feel like I'm really a lot more of a part of the show yeah and uh, and we also have a model where and, you know there's no copyrights you could do whatever you want you can create your own uh, projects and brands around it we'd love for you to 
take some of the proceeds and support us with it. Um, it's it's something that John and I have talked about for a long, long time. We're both marketers. We've been in media for a long time, um, and it's somewhere. It's a it's a mixture between PBS, uh, which of course now these days is completely commercial, but it used to be listener and or viewer supported. And uh, almost televangelism. And we're in a growth market. People are increasingly unhappy with the, the crap that is uh, being shown to them as news. And they're, ex- I think, extremely unhappy with uh, the lies that are being propagated by, uh, by the powers that be. And they like to get a little uh, awakening, a little shake uh, once in a while, uh, twice a week at least. Yeah, I've turned on, I don't know how many people to the show just because they're so sick of everything else. They've gotten to the point where they turn off Fox News and CNN and it a lot of them just stopped caring about it completely and then I turned them on to the show and then they started caring about it again and realized that they were getting screwed every possible way they could. Yeah, so we're actually increasing viewership of C-SPAN, CNN, and Fox News and they should be paying us. Yeah, I'd, I'd be kind of interested to see what kind of numbers C-SPAN has gotten since No Agenda's been around. No, nothing. We're the only one. <laughs> we're the only ones that watch that crap. No one else can. No one else can handle it. <laughs> In fact, yeah. uh, I try on occasion, but I just can't. You don't have to. C-SPAN. I got my jingles here. <laughs> well, on that note, might as well go ahead and jump right into the. the stories since we have a whole bunch of them starting with apparently the internet is running out of ip addresses and should be out of them within the next year that's a scary thought you know i this story crops up every couple of years and it's it's always the same format is we're running out of ip addresses we have to implement ipv6 and you know and so now they've uh, in fact this story that you sent me the link to is is cnn written by John D. Sutter, and uh, he's basically just um, copying uh, a story, I guess, that was originally posted by Read Write Web. And, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, yes, we're getting all kinds of new devices that are getting connected, and, you know, they, he even goes down into the level of uh, RFID and other uh, Internet of Things data <laughs> devices, I guess. Um, but, you know, there is a solution. It's IPv6, and it'll get implemented eventually, and it'll be painful, but we'll figure it out. I, I just don't see it as, as a huge problem. It's just, you know, the, the transition to IPv6, which I think almost every device now has the protocol built into it. It just has to happen, and that will be a monumental switch, and it will, um, it will have some growing pains. But, you know, this to me, this is just like fear-mongering, even bringing in the... Uh, uh, Y2K. Ooh, it's like Y2K. Well, if it's really like Y2K, then it's bogus. Right. Um, I, 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 I agree with you that most of this is overhyped, especially because uh, the most the people who are going to be affected the most are the people who are uh, internet service providers and less end users. Um, if service providers implement IPv6, they can enca- encapsulate IPv4, and their users won't know the difference. Um, and this just means if we run out, it just means that we might have to bump somebody off before we get on the internet, and that's going to be the charge uh, of the the service provider. And I don't see it being that big of a deal. And 
uh, it, it might be just the motivation we need to to finally push this forward because we've been implementing IPv6 at least on the bridge level for years now. Um, it's just that people aren't aware of it down here because I mean we don't need to. We're not the infrastructure provider. Yeah, well, this is a story that seems to crop up every four or five months, but with the same kind of target date of like October or something like that of 2011 of when we're going to run out. But they really seem to have kind of ramped up the publicity here in the past couple of months saying, oh, it's going to create a black market for IP addresses and stuff. And the real thing that scares me is I've got all this legacy software that has it's based around IPv4. It can't handle IPv6. And what am I going to do if when I get moved over to IPv6? Is there going to be some way for me to maybe get an extra IPv4 address? Or how is that going to work? That, that's what really scares me is what's going to break of mine when my ISP or whoever moves over to IPv6? Well, I mean, you still could get an IPv4 address and then it'd be encapsulated in IPv6. And so it'd be the transpers the transport from your modem to the internet would be IPv6, but from the modem to your house, it'd be IPv4. Um, so there's ways around it. I mean, it's it's just software, basically. And you can do anything you want with software. And uh, just like you can, if you had an emulator on your machine and it 